0: Back to the personal project Walaikum
1: salam, how you doing bro?
0: Alhamdulillah man, what's
1: been going on with you? Alhamdulillah man, long nice time kid? to see <laughs> <Yeah>. No man, <laughs> Alhamdulillah it's been good It's been good uh, <laughs> What we also want to do is make things personal So, as much as we talk with uh, examples, mm-hmm. analogies and pieces from history or present day we also want to tie in our, our own lives and our own stories and you know as human beings we are storytellers by nature mm-hmm. everything that we share and what we do is a story right now we're recording this it's a story yes sir and even our our, our process of how we even came to create the purposeful uh, project is a story in and of itself mm-hmm. so we also want to tie in some episodes that are strictly just a recollection of our stories or um, one of our guests Mm -hmm. so for today what we want to do is maintain the theme of limitless potential but what is one significant story that stands out to you in your life Mm -hmm. where you your eyes were opened to Mm -hmm. that limitless potential that you have
0: no it's amazing it's amazing thing too like like you're saying like Just giving that raw information of just, you know what I mean, like of us and like where we came from and Mm -hmm. making that connection is beautiful. And that's what we're trying to do here. But to answer your question, man, I'd say the biggest thing that I learned or that biggest aha moment of just like, okay, no, really, really anything is possible. You Mm -hmm. know, like Mm -hmm. like, whatever I set my mind to, I could really freaking do. And that was, I would say, it was the summer of 2017. I was... I already took a couple years off at of high school. I was um, just kind of going through the motions of life at that time. I was figuring out, okay, where I wanted to go. At that time too, I never knew like if going to pilot school out here, <clears throat> going to pilot school out here, it was at uh, cost like anywhere near like 120,000. You oh, know sure. what I mean? Like okay. after like two years of school. So like, I just knew that like, I, I didn't have 120,000 to yeah, shell for out. Sure. So I had to figure out kind of like, okay, where am I going to go? Uh, what's, where, what school do I want to go to? Or like, how am I going to make this work? You know, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So then uh, I had a mentor, alhamdulillah, like this guy is an amazing guy. Uh, his name's is Randon, and he uh, works for Air Canada. He's a captain out there, and he's just like, yo, I've been looking at X, Y, and Z with my uh, uh, co-pilot take a look at these schools or whatever it is and then luckily i took a look and i figured out that actually at the other side of canada there's subsidized schools and stuff like that that I could actually apply to so like it's like all your flying is P for so pretty much the government pays for 60 grand yeah and that's yeah, yeah. if you're able to stay in the program program pretty crazy amazing so anyways i found that out and uh, i was kind of going through the motions it was like august i was applying for school and stuff and then um, like I was I wasn't I was living every day today like I wasn't I, I could not even tell you what I did the previous day mm-hmm. like I still remember this so vividly couldn't remember anything from yesterday it's just everything was kind of just meshed in together. yeah, yeah. there's no structure to anything you know just going with it's it just going with it and I was applying for schools and stuff and then one day my brother came up to me and it's just like and then, like what do you plan to do? Like, what are you trying to do right mm-hmm, now? Mm-hmm. It's been almost like two years and I was working, I was doing other stuff, but it's like, okay, like, what's your goal? Like, what do you want to do now going forward? So, I guess the, and he just asked me the, that kind of question. I'm like, okay, now, like, where do you plan to go? What's your dean like? Like, what, what what values do you have in this world? And what, what, what actually, what's your purpose? <laughs> you know, exactly. to tie it into a purposeful project. So pretty much asked me, what is my purpose? And then it got, it. it like, man, I had to sit on my, like I had to sit on my ass almost like thinking yeah. about, okay, like, what is it, like what am I trying to do? And then I took in that, I can't even remember what I did yesterday or whatever it was. So then after sitting down and thinking about it, I'm like, Phew. like I wasn't getting accepted to school, I wasn't getting accepted to nothing, like I was just, just figuring it out. And after at that moment, I went back to Allah. I'm like, okay, you know what? And never prayed in X amount of time. Let me get back on this. Let me let me start praying and stuff like that. The moment I made tawbah, which would mean like repentance, and like yeah. just really just figuring out, okay, like do I really even believe in Islam? Like, is this what I believe in, or is this something I was just brought up on? And do it like what are, what other things are there and like that stuff. Just kind of like testing yeah. things out and just figuring out who I am. And just uh, the moment I did that and started looking into it, and I fully engulfed myself, okay, yo, Islam is something I believe in, and I'm gonna follow it,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And
0: once I did that, literally the day after I did that, got accepted to the school <laughs> and had to fly out in like five days. <laughs> like it was like know, the other side of the country. Acting. So it was like literally at that, at that moment when my brother asked me, okay, and I'm like, what is it that um, uh, what you want to do? What yeah. is your purpose? And you reflected kind of on it. There you go. Tangibly. On it. Structurally. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And the moment I was able to do that and really take it there and really figure out what it was, everything just realigned itself and just kind of like figured it out from there. Mashallah. So I'd say, say that was my biggest aha moment where it's yeah. like everything changed. The, the script was flipped completely, you know. And then that kind of ties into like everything else of just... Then now building a mindset of, okay, I'm going to school now. I don't know what the hell is going on. I have no aviation background. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I'm going to another side of kind of all that kind of stuff. And you're, How, you're sort
1: of semi-outcasted because of who you are.
0: 100. Yeah. So it's like now it's like figuring all that out. Now you're taking all these courses that you never took before, and it's like now kind of trying to balance everything and make it all work. So that was honestly the toughest part, and that was when I had to find. Okay, no, my limitless potential is endless and I can mm-hmm. literally do whatever I want because yeah. it's proven. And
1: this it's also doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that once you realize that, okay, it's smooth sailing from mm-hmm. here. No, it's still going to be tough mm-hmm. as hell, mm-hmm. but you have that power. You were saying you have mm-hmm. Allah on your side. You have yeah. your own faith in yourself on yeah. your side now. Yeah. So it's not easy, but mm-hmm. it's also not impossible. Mm-hmm. So it took a catalysis to get you to where you are today, mm-hmm. and mainly it was your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be interesting to also hear what what, what triggered his uh, uh, horizons of finding his limitless mm-hmm. potential to then bestow that and instill mm-hmm. it upon with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But then also, now that you had that catalysis, have you presented that to anyone in your life? And how powerful is reflection in your life? Because... It wasn't the only time, the ability for you to grow was through your reflection.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. That's so like, a twofold question. So, that's a great question, um, for real, because I would say the biggest thing, and uh, I love, respect, admire, and am proud of is uh, my little brother, Zaki. So, he was uh, growing up, he was my next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Knew him since he was a kid. You know what I mean? Like, one, one of the biggest stories I remember was. I will give you a background of him. It was him and his little brother. He was like around grade eight now, mm-hmm. and his little brother was like in grade three, whatever or four, whatever it was. And I was tying his little brother out to tie his shoe, yeah. and literally, Zachy comes up to me, he's like, "Yo, I remember when you taught me how to tie
1: my shoe," and I was oh, like, "That's beautiful." You know what I mean? That's beautiful. <laughs> so
0: that was that was one of my most uh, vivid stories of him. But they give me a lot of inspiration in anything I do because. Jackie himself he, he looks up to me and he always mm-hmm. wants to like sees what I'm doing and all that kind of stuff and really is there to listen and he's like, I always call him a 2.0 of me but I don't yeah. know what to put it there like yeah. he's just a really smart kid that sees my mm. mistakes and I'm always blunt and real and raw and I give him everything I've learned or anything, any struggles or whatever yeah. it is and really, really pass it off to yeah, him. In sort of an accountability way. system. Yeah. There you go. And just making sure anything I learned, I could pass it to him and understanding that Listen, you don't have to go through the motions to learn from it, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I'm here. I'm yeah,
1: I want you estimate. to I want you to be where I am mm-hmm. now before you go. I got to it. Exactly. I want you to be at that point earlier in time than I did. Reach And you. not go through the tough. Mm-hmm. Things, uh-huh. things yeah
0: because he's gonna find his own struggles with that i'm gonna oh, tell sure, you yeah. go do this this and this I and don't do you. that he's like, yeah. oh, okay i yeah, hear you yeah. but
1: you know as humans we learn the hard yeah, way exactly yeah.
0: so like and and even if he does follow what i say he's gonna find his own struggles yeah. in that because it's like no scenarios ever you know so it's like yeah so he's yeah. just gonna find something in the in the process of that mm-hmm. but it's but it's understanding that you could learn from other people's struggles Absolutely. and you really want to be that person that just is always propelling forward, always trying to learn, always trying to, you know, push the needle in that sense.
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: So that, that I would say that would be my biggest thing. And you're saying your second part to the question was.
1: It was um, reflection proved to be a powerful component of your life and propelling your life forward. Mm-hmm. You still maintain reflection points.
0: Mm, 100% So I would say One of my biggest ones Is after Actually I have this thing At school and stuff After every semester I do I take a second I go buy myself something And it's just like Giving myself that Like okay Listen Whatever There we go Like it just You did that let me reflect backwards and not just school. It just it's semester just gives me that structure to I can actually yeah, set it's a like time four month period to do it. There you go. Of time, exactly. Yeah. So like that gives me time to look back and it's like, okay, what did I overcome? Life, business, struggles. Yeah. You name it lifestyle. Anything I'm trying to change or do, it's like now I can go back and just be like, okay, I now you really did that. Yeah. And now yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you being your one of the biggest things man is like being your number one fan and also your number one hater so other people that's beautiful that's sick so other people don't have to do it it, because once you are your biggest fan and your number one hater it's like what you're not going to you're not (laughs) going to show me nothing you know what I mean
1: you're not going to uncover something I already don't know I got I I, have this L I know (laughs) But also I can achieve this and Exactly. I'm and you champion
0: that. yourself throughout the whole process. So, for sure. Yeah, man. Just after every semester, just genuinely being like, I okay, can What do you want?
1: Unreal. I got you. Andrea. On the top. I, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, I love that.
0: So I guess I guess that that's my main thing of reflection is like yeah. set X amount of after X amount of time. Looking back And being like Okay You deserve that You did that I'm proud of you Alhamdulillah You know Yeah. And Achieve like, it sure And keep point. going There we go For sure so but, then you, see
1: that. but then you also have These touch points Where mm. every time Let's say When things get tough You remember mm. Wait no I had this And this is mm. a result Of achieving these things So you have Less things, but they're more of quality and substance, and there's a memory associated to it. That's exactly, beautiful. Exactly, I love that. Man.
0: So tell me about your time when you had yeah. your like kind of like <clears throat> aha moment of limitless potential. Like yeah. I'm breaking through this. Hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. So I, I think for me that time was at UBC. Mm. So it was it was end of second year, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I've been in biology now for a minute, mm-hmm. and I don't really have anything going for me in the bio world. Yeah. I had a ton, like I had a video game design studio I was working on. Yeah. I had a ton of like different entrepreneurial ideas. I had a lot of projects, but everything was in marketing, clothing, um, or just business, and mm-hmm. had nothing to do with bio. But I really wanted to delve into that, so I was like, you know what? Let me join um, the science co-op program because mm-hmm. I have a higher percentage of getting into things. Because I tried emailing staff and, and I got an opportunity, but it, it wasn't really what I wanted. Um, but again, it was tough. Like I emailed twenty to thirty staff from the faculty website. I was like, Hey, you know, I just want to get into research. I'm second year. Love your research. Mm-hmm. It's in whether diabetes, um, uh, cell theory, all these different things. And you know, out of thirty emails, I got two replies. Uh-huh. One said, You know, sorry, we're good. Yeah. The other said, Come back to me in third year, but bump up your GPA by fifteen percent. Um, or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, I ended up coming back to him in mm-hmm. third year mm-hmm. and I had bumped up around, I think, 16%, 17% of my GPA. And I was like, hey, by the way, this is a screenshot of your email last year. You said I can come back. He's like, that's actually, I, I respect that. He's yeah. like, come in, you're part of the team now. He's like, I didn't expect Mashallah. you to actually follow uh. through. So, alhamdulillah, I was at VGH doing stem cell research. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the at the uh, lab, lab, it was Dr. Wolfram from and you know it was amazing. But I, I also at the same time got accepted into the science co-op program, mm. and even getting accepted into that, you know, there's hundreds of applicants, and mm. how how do you get accepted? How do you? How, what is your differentiating factor from all these people that were? well into the sciences Mm -hmm. and I really wasn't Mm -hmm. um, in terms of just extracurricular I had the academics but I didn't have anything extra than that so to get into that I had made a video essay rather than writing you know they said oh write a write an essay as to why you should be in science I was like you know what let me just make a video
0: that's amazing so I just yeah
1: I just popped on Uh, my webcam uh, and I'm like let me just jump into this uh so I, I did that and my co-op coordinator, her name was uh, Miss Mila Wu. She was like, you're in. Like, this was <laughs> unreal. I'd never seen this before in all my years. I'm like, alhamdulillah. So when I got in, I had another roadblock where I applied to 60 jobs. I do not kid you. I have right now my laptop. Even if I go back into yeah, the yeah, years, yeah. this was like, how many years ago is this? Seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah, and it was like ah, All the I applications You application like, uh, uh, one, two, three, four, And there's 60 files Cover letters Everything mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah I was getting called back But they would be so Inclined towards The business, marketing And merchandising Part of my uh, Resume mm-hmm. And not the sciences mm-hmm. So let's say It was a peptide lab And I wanted to get in For research Or just like uh, Production yeah, yeah. They're like We love What you've done With marketing and business Can you take on Our business side Of the, the lab And I'm like that's cool i appreciate that but yeah. can i do the research They're like no, no no you can't we want you, we want you for business. so i got eight callbacks for the business and marketing side yeah. of things but nothing for the sciences mm-hmm. but when i did start getting interviews um uh, for the science side of things and i wasn't mm-hmm. getting uh hired or called back mm. i went to uh miss mila Wu and i was at her office and i was i was just in my head i was like well, what if they're not calling me back because uh, they saw that I'm Arab or they're not calling me back because they saw my name, Humam, Hamad, oh, what if, what if they can't pronounce it and then the reason why they're excluding me is racism and, oh, but what if what if I walked in and they, they talked to me but then they just threw my resume in the garbage what? and uh, I just kept going. Is, uh, and she just looked at me, she's like, Come on, can you just shut up right now? <laughs> and I was like, I just stopped in my tracks I'm like, what? <laughs> she's like, can you just stop? Uh, yeah. And I was like, Oh, yeah okay, okay. She's like, whoma? You have no control over what happens in their office. Uh-huh. You have no control as to whether they throw away and shred your resume and just throw it out the window you you don't even know that. You have no control as to whether they're racist or not. You have no control as to what happens. She's like all you can do is apply and do your best, jump into that interview and do your best mm-hmm. and follow up with them and do your best. That's it. If it doesn't go according to what you wanted, but you did all of these facets to your best to the best of your ability, what more can you do? She's like, if you keep living in what ifs, this is is what this is what is gonna break you.
0: So, like, adding to your point right there that you said, like, stop saying what ifs and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what's that driving factor that lets you feel comfortable in being like, okay, I'm gonna put in this work, and I'm not gonna do this. For example, uh, if you're saying gotcha. like. Okay, Allah gives me comfort in, okay knowing that if I put 50% of this, then Allah going to get the rest of the fish. Exactly. What exactly. So, yeah, like yeah. What,
1: so what helped me break away from thinking of what ifs? There we go. Um, yeah. Um, to be honest, it's hard. It's very hard. Mm. But for me, it's about, of course, what you what you touched upon in earlier episodes is that if Allah is in your corner, and you know, you're doing your best. How can you fail? Put me up against anyone, mm-hmm. we'll go toe to toe, we'll go head to head, right? So, there's that component for sure. And then the second is also understanding that you know, I think for people that also have a lot of issues with handing over authority or delegating or control, you need to learn to let go mm-hmm. because we can't possibly do everything and anything in life, and especially now, it's like I need to learn how to step back, how to not you know, care as much, mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you don't care, you just need to be very selective and compartmentalized mm-hmm. as well, too, so it, it can really break you down, and especially working, I think, in healthcare when I was, you need to learn how to draw your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So when I was at Children's Hospital for many years, um, you know, you, you see a patient and you're so invested in them, but you need to learn to also pull away. Mm-hmm. Because in case if it's, you know, not even in case if it's a, a case that is going down a very negative mm-hmm. path You know, you feel for everyone, but you need to also feel for yourself mm-hmm. um, And that doesn't mean you just don't care about anyone else Of course, you know, I cared about every single patient that walked in And Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives shifa and, and health to yeah, all I mean. those afflicted yeah, I mean. But it's very tough, you see a six-year-old that's going through a tough time And you're like, ah oh, man, like why? Yeah. I wish it was me and all these different things yeah. I wish I can take it away but you know, there's a component of life that you have to just accept. And how you move forward is, is also, comes with a lot of strength and power. So uh, for me, there's a component of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being in your corner. There's a component of really, you have to like reflect and also like physically change it about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're too in control and you're too invested in the what ifs, it'll destroy you. And 110% yeah. it'll destroy you. you. So you need to learn and practice to pull back. And you know, if if, if you can't do it yourself, how do you seek professional help to do so? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of very successful people in my circles and some mentors, they go to uh, um, consistent counseling um, mm-hmm. and scheduled counseling because they're dealing with so many moving parts, but then in, inside of themselves they end up going into, through a downward spiral or downhill because wow. they're just anxious about everything that's going on, although on the outside you're like, oh, it's a multi-million dollar business, exactly, yeah. very successful. Yeah. Um, you know, very, has amazing values, cares about the family, wonderful individual, Page, yeah. but you don't know that inside he's actually plummeting mm-hmm. downs, but, and he needs that help to always come back up. Mm-hmm.
0: We actually did have that conversation where I was mm-hmm. like, remember I was telling you, yo, Receive, I just yeah. did something where it's like mm-hmm. that, that same thing. I'm just like anything cliche has to be true, or yep, if yep. not, it, ha- it deserves it deserves, Your and and investigate. exactly. like it deserves to be investigated. Time and day and
1: investigate it. Investigate like it deserves to be investigated.
0: That's it. It just deserves it. So that was the point right there. I was watching videos and all this kind of stuff. And they just kept on saying, Counseling or seeking help or looking Therapy, elsewhere, yeah. therapists, anything like that. And I and I'm just like, This was actually early this year and I'm just like, you know what? School eyes are free. I'ma try it. See yeah. what's up. And that whole journey of that was huge, man, where really? it was like I was just like finding out different things. It's not even about, this is the thing though, some people say, oh, I have friends that to, say stuff to say stuff to or I have friends to say stuff to or whatever it is and just vent out. But it's not about that, man. It was like I was saying to you, like, it's about just saying something out loud to a person that has to be there and you start connecting the dots in your head. Mm-hmm. And there's something so beautiful and huge in yeah. that and figuring it out. So I actually did my first time, I went counseling mm-hmm. and it did freaking wonders man it Mm -hmm. was amazing man but you were saying like after like because i'm still curious as hell to how the story ended up so you said that after your teacher said stop saying the what ifs shut up like you know (laughs) what i mean get back on it do what you gotta do so what happened
1: after that yeah so uh yeah my quote corner is like just shut up (laughs) you know go with the you know just put your best foot forward Mm -hmm. there's nothing else you can do So, honestly, alhamdulillah, after that talk we had, subhanAllah, it's funny how the world works. Uh. I got an interview at Children's for that job. Boom! But I applied to it, I think it was closing at 9 a.m. I applied 8.58 and I was like, ah, I don't even like, the job description was about stats and like numbers and Mm. crunching data. And I'm like, ah, it's not my thing, but I better apply to this because if you don't get a job, I think it was like by December something. You're not getting a job for all co op and you just go back to school. So it was the cutoff was like four days out. I was like, I don't know. Uh. And, and they, they ended up calling me the next day. I went in, I think it was at 4 p.m.
0: Uh, and
1: wow. it was the most amazing interview because mm. they treated me as a human. They had other people applying. They're like, oh man, we're just going to be straight up with you. We've had a lot of candidates and they all have research background, they all have amazing, you know, track records. But your case was very interesting Because you don't have much biology related things But you're invested in so many things That are in broad industries mm. and fields And you're excelling in all of them But also we saw your first year grades were horrible mm. Compared to your high school Because oh. high school, alhamdulillah I was one of the top in Richmond yeah. But then my first I'm year sure. UBC was horrible Like, yeah. it was down I almost mm. was put on academic probation It was really bad yeah. Um, So yeah, you're going from a almost 100% average in high school to Mm. low 60s first year. And, but then they were like second and third year, you actually are back up to where you were. How was that? So they treated me as a human being and they saw the humanistic side of things rather than be like, oh, well, all these applicants are 95% crushing it in research. Mm. We'll just go with them. Mm. And it was the first time an interview that ever happened. Mm. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. And then I you know I had a question. I'm like, you know, by the way, the job description, they're like, oh, forget about the job description. We just copied and pasted something in there. And we're like, I was like, oh shoot. So it's not data on something. No, it's not. I left at, I think, 5 p.m. At 6 p.m., they're like, Do you want to get a this is a formal offer? Do you accept it or not? Hey, Same yeah, day, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent And it turned out to be one of the most beautiful jobs I've ever had in my life. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Like uh, it yeah. took me to a lot of places in north america i was mm-hmm. able to get accepted into harvard through it sure i got about, accepted yeah. into um, a canadian pediatric health centers conference in halifax yeah. took me all over north america with the research we were doing mm-hmm. so it was so beautiful but it was because you know there was a lot of, of like i just went in i'm like yeah. i'm just gonna be me exactly. and but it was also beautiful to see how subhanallah things work where the interviewers themselves yeah. Were just being themselves too Mm -hmm. There was no pretentiousness or anything And they saw me as a human rather than just another number But I couldn't have paired them with me Of course through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But to have had the conversation a few days before applied to the job randomly they were had these amazing attitudes and I jumped in with a new mindset like there's no way to have formulated all of that Mm -hmm. together so Mm -hmm. I even get goosebumps right now it's it's unreal so alhamdulillah for that and and that's sort of just been a theme I've been taking as the years have gone by you know it's been many years since then and every day again reflection what you're saying Mm You need to have people you reflect on but for me i wouldn't be where i am now today if it wasn't also for for jason jason sarai who mm-hmm. i work with now um he's been pushing me every single day and some conversations aren't mm-hmm. the best yeah, yeah, yeah. but he knows also he can crush me yeah. and build me back up yeah. and i think it's also understanding how your mentors look at you mm-hmm. um and some people if they were crushed the way that I do get yeah, then yeah, they, yeah. they tap out later yeah, on. Yeah, but yeah. I like that I li- like tell me everything I'm doing wrong yeah, yeah. destroy me <laughs> yeah. you know leave me on the yeah. in the dirt on the sidewalk completely crush everything yeah. I ever stood for that'll make me rebuild even stronger so I appreciate when people do that
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's and that's the thing taking that rawness of things is <clears throat> the most beautiful part <clears throat> you just said it's like if you do not find that genuine connection with somebody that's actually trying to help propel you forward or give Absolutely. you some sort of advice, Absolutely. then what is it for? Yeah, and it's, it's not a self-made. Look
1: at you. You had your brother. He had to yep. sit you down. He's like, "Yo, yep. what the hell are you doing? Yep. Straight up." Exactly. And you're like, ah. "I
0: didn't even know what to yeah. say." And it's about changing them. man. And that's and that's beautiful. So the biggest thing, I guess, we want to leave everybody with and ourselves with, is like. That anything is possible. Like, yeah, like please, anything you dream of is anything, possible. Set anything. your
1: mind to it. Let's and and it. if you need help with accessibility, you yeah. need the network. You need yeah. something like I'm sure we have someone for something mm-hmm. in our in our exactly. local communities. So, exactly. you, know, you know what we could that. actually
0: do? Like, uh, if you guys even like uh, let us know, like if we we could hopefully like try to like Connect I guess yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah, COVID. yeah sure. need, like try something out. Whether it's like even like. a web like on the on the internet something some sort of video call or something yeah. you know where it's like the community kind of comes together and we can actually put faces to this yeah absolutely
1: yeah about. actually i wanted to build um a muslim youth network mm. um of entrepreneurs and you know thought leaders and just people that are mm-hmm. motivated mm-hmm. to to excel in our community and grow our community and you know our if we skills, can have yeah. consistent dialogue maybe like once every two months once every month once yeah. every three months yeah. whatever yeah. it is but as long as we keep the dialogue going and you know foster um some positivity literally literally
0: that like that's actually huge we could even yeah create like a whole thing like branching off like whatever a network and then literally yeah we, let's do that glass look 100%. at that. <laughs> it, we it out, man. Do that i already look have that, a lot of Islam. people in
1: mind to do uh, yeah. to start that with but Jazakum Allah khair for tuning in. Yes. Um, again, the this story segment is is more for uh, ourselves to remind ourselves. And then also, if you learn anything from it, yep. that's uh, alhamdulillah. It's beautiful alhamdulillah. on our end. That's a goal, mission, but, and everything. You know, Jazakum Allah khair for yourself to, to be vulnerable in this uh, conversation and share many pieces of information that I've never, I've never lived by or abided or used mm-hmm. um, that now I'm like, you know what? Let me try some of these things out. And sure. that Adnan has. And, and again, mm-hmm. like you were saying, if there's so much emphasis on these things, it's worthy to investigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we have to give that, man. So we'll leave you at that, inshallah. Please let us know what you guys think. Shoot sure us a message again. Take care and have a blessed day. Yeah,
1: we are out.